Hello and welcome to season two of Deafening Whispers. If you are listening to Deafening Whispers for the first time, my name is Dr. Opokua Oseyabua, popularly known as Dr. OP. I am the president of Souls of Hope, a non-for-profit organization located in Oak Park, Illinois, USA. At Souls of Hope, our mission is to address educational equity among poor school children and to create healthy school environments for underserved school children in rural Ghana. There is evidence that healthy school environments stimulate academic growth and creates a positive experience for the child. Hence, our quest to improve one school in one rural area at a time. I often like to take you to some secret places worth exploring. So that if you are in Ghana, or if you plan to visit Ghana, you can check it out. Ghana, my motherland, is indeed very beautiful and peaceful. Did you know that in 2021, the Global Peace Index ranked Ghana to be the second most peaceful country, second to Mauritius in all of Sub-Sahara Africa? Well... That should tickle your interest in exploring some of our beautiful nature and arts and crafts. Now, let me tell you about Shy Hills. Shy Hills is located in the greater Accra region. The breathtaking nature and the serenity of Shy Hills is a must witness. Located only two hours away from the capital city of Accra, you will enjoy the sound of chirping birds, diverse animal species to include antelopes, green monkeys, baboons, and zebras. You can also enjoy a beautiful hike and rock climb as you watch the birds. Make it a point to visit Shy Hills. Every April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, S-A-A-M, SAM. The goal of SAM is to raise public awareness about sexual assault and to educate the public on means to prevent sexual violence. Similarly, the goal of Deafening Whispers is to continue to shed light on sexual violence and to discuss the untold stories by sexual assault victims, their experiences, the lack of resources, and the lack of social support for victims, especially young girls in Ghana. A 10-year-old girl was recently assaulted by six men aged 28 to 63 years old in the central region of Ghana. In fact, the details of the assault was so horrible that it made the headlines. By the way, 
very few cases like these make the headlines. The young child suffered sexual trauma to the extent of loss of control of her bowels and bladder. She has trouble ambulating, and from my understanding, she is in terrible medical shape. Based on the severity of the assaults and the publicity, the young child has been rescued to seek medical attention outside the village. Four of the six predators have been apprehended and two are on the run. What happens after that is yet to be founded. The fact that parents deem it acceptable for unknown men in the area to play around with their minor children unattended and to send them on errands without their parents' consent just blows my mind. Listen, women, there are a lot of sick low-down, dirty predators lurking on every corner, waiting to pounce and prey on your innocent and beautiful girls. More so in the rural areas where there is a lack of infrastructure and lack of organized social activities to engage school-aged children. As a result, these girls are considerably vulnerable. According to a recent press release, there are 40 sexual assault cases reported in Ghana daily. Give me a break on this number. This is probably true of one small area or town or district. Many cases go unreported because it costs anywhere from $85 to $150 to file a rape case, a rape police report. That translates to over 500 Ghana cities of which many families cannot afford it. So the cases become cold. And those predators don't change. They just move from one location to the other, finding different victims who are even younger. Not forgetting the fact that we have no true database to track these sexual predators. According to the United Nations Children Fund, UNICEF, there are 120 million girls worldwide under age 20, of which 1 in 10 have been victimized from forcible sexual acts. The COVID-19 pandemic subsequently increased the vulnerability 
faced by many girls as many schools were closed during the height of the pandemic for an extensive period of time. Did we ever wonder what happened to these girls? Well, let me tell you, many of the girls experienced abuse, exploitation, forced marriages, and sexual trafficking, to name a few. A very disturbing situation we are yet to overcome. Now back to the 10-year-old girl who I initially discussed. When does healing begin for her? Will healing include resources to address post-traumatic stress disorder, reproductive, gastrointestinal? Will we address stigma, feelings of guilt, and other beliefs that she has been possessed by some evil spirit or evil witchcraft? Her future is indeed uncertain. The long-lasting impact cannot be quantified. The long-lasting physical damage, psychological damage is irreparable unless she gets thorough social and medical support. At whose expense and how far will the nation stand by her? There is supporting evidence that counseling and other means of psychosocial support aids in healing. Are we ready and able to do this for every victim? What the young child has endured should be enough to justify a shift in our current policies and our current systems in place, which seek to address sexual assault. We are just not doing enough. Thank you for listening to Deafening Whispers with Dr. Opie. To learn more about Souls of Hope and to support our cause, visit https colon slash slash soulsofhope.org. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Deafening Whispers, The Untold Stories with Dr. Opie. I am grateful to all my listeners and grateful for the feedback and thought-provoking questions I received in my emails and through other social media handles. Listener perspectives are instrumental to content development and contribute to content structure. As we end Sexual Assaults Awareness Month this April, I will conclude my series on sexual assault. I am always thrilled to share exciting places worth exploring in Ghana, my motherland, the Gold Coast. Let me tell you all about Accra, the capital city of Ghana. Accra is the largest city with over 2 million residents. Accra is full of diverse cultures and is noted for its beautiful beaches, monumental buildings, traditional markets, and nightlife. I can admit that a majority of the people, despite being poor, 
are hopeful and full of life. Experiencing Accra is an integral part of your visit to Ghana. However, be advised that the city has a lot of traffic and tends to be noisy. Christianburg Castle, popularly known as the Osu Castle, was built in the 17th century by the Danes and is located on the vibrant shores of Osu Township. Its location, close to the Atlantic Ocean, enhanced transatlantic trade and facilitated easy transportation of slaves through the dungeons and the door of no return to the arriving ships. Indeed, my very first visit to the castle was a shocker. The experience leaves a chilling effect and portrays a vivid picture of the accounts of what our forefathers endured. There is a lot of history to be learned at the Osu Castle. Now, let us move into the content of the podcast. Sexual assault and rape preclude multiple crimes such as rape, Rape is a false contact with someone without their consent. Child molestation, fondling, and other sexual contacts, most often the victims are too young to even understand what is happening to them and so they don't fight back. Incest, a big one among various cultures. Incest simply involves children who are abused by their family members. Non-consensual sex, simply unwanted touching, grouping, inappropriate pension, and attempted rape. Non-contact includes sharing of pornographic content, indecent exposure, and sexually inappropriate comments in the presence of minors. What keeps me up at night is how child victims are handled after the sexual assault. Let me be clear, victims are victims. Victims are not criminals, and victims need to be connected with vital services immediately when the assault is reported. Our protective ecosystem for children in Ghana is absent or not strong enough. The ripple effect of childhood trauma has many psychological effects, and the immune and biological function of the brain of that child is changed forever. There is evidence that children who are sexually abused are at significantly greater risk for later post-traumatic stress and other anxiety symptoms such as depression and suicide attempts. Again, my question to the leaders is how do we protect this harmful, psychologically lasting impact afflicted on the children? The battle is bigger than what it appears to be. But first, we have to battle cultural specific factors. Culture influences how abuse is addressed and reported. Culture is a way of life. Culture is a broad term that includes societal norms, laws, customs, habits, and religion found in a specific region or location. Culture shapes our views, our beliefs, shapes who we are as a person, our values and the rights and wrongs that are drilled into us. 
when can we confront the wrongs of certain cultural practices such as child brides in the Muslim community, female genital mutilation, and puberty initiation ceremony for young girls, also known as DIPO, to mention a few. All of the aforementioned are harmful, blatant practices that are affecting our youth. Hence, directs us to the bigger problems of how sexual predators are scheming the system and preying on young children. Many cultural practices blind us from realizing predatory sexual behaviors and disempowers us from speaking up in essence, embracing the rape culture which allows for predators to escape the justice system. And the sad part, the victims are left to deal with their own trauma. The cycle continues on and on. It will take a comprehensive community-driven approach to prevent sexual violence against children and to intervene appropriately when it occurs. There is still more work to be done as the issue is pervasive and calls for effective programs and interventions across the country. Welcome and thank you for listening to Deafening Whispers, the untold stories with Dr. Opie. I am grateful to all my listeners and grateful for the feedback and thought-provoking questions I received via emails and through other social media handles. Listener perspectives are instrumental to content development and contributes to content structure. As we end Sexual Assault Awareness Month this April, I will conclude my series on sexual assault victims. I am always thrilled to share exciting places worth exploring in Ghana, my motherland, the Gold Coast. Let me tell you all about Accra, the capital city of Ghana. Accra is the largest city with over 2 million residents. Accra is full of diverse cultures and is noted for its beautiful beaches, monumental buildings, traditional markets, and for its nightlife. A majority of the people, despite being poor, are hopeful and full of life. Experiencing Accra is an integral part of your visit to Ghana. However, be advised that the city has a lot of traffic and tends to be noisy. Christianburg Castle, popularly known as the Osu Castle, was built in the 17th century by the Danes. It is located on the vibrant shores of the Osu Township. Its location 
close to the Atlantic Ocean, enhanced transatlantic trade, and facilitated easy transportation of slaves through the dungeons and through the door of no return to the arriving ships. Indeed, my very first visit to the castle was a shocker. The experience leaves a chilling effect and portrays a vivid picture of the accounts of what our forefathers endured. There is a lot of history to be learned at the Osu Castle. Now, let us move into the content of the podcast. Sexual assault and rape preclude multiple crimes, such as incest, child molestation, non-consensual sex, non-contact sexual abuse. Rape is simply a false contact with someone without their consent. Child molestation, fondling and other sexual contacts. Most often, the victims are too young to even understand what is happening to them. And so they don't fight back. Incest is a big one among various cultures. Incest simply involves children who are abused by their own family members. Non-consensual sex is simply unwanted. Touching, groping, inappropriate pinching, and attempted rape. Non-contact sexual abuse includes sharing of pornographic content, indecent exposure, and sexually inappropriate comments that is made in the presence of minors. What keeps me up at night is how child sex victims are handled after their sexual assault. Let me be clear. Victims are victims. Victims are not criminals. And victims need to be connected with vital services immediately when the assault is reported. Our protective ecosystem for children in Ghana is simply absent or not strong enough. The ripple effect of childhood trauma has many psychological effects and the immune and biological function of the brain of that child is forever changed. There is evidence that children who are sexually abused are at significantly greater risk for later post-traumatic stress 
and other anxiety symptoms, including depression and suicide attempts. The trend is disturbing. My question to our leaders is how do we protect this harmful, psychologically lasting impact afflicted on the child victim? The battle is bigger than what it appears to be. But first, we have to battle cultural specific factors. Culture influences how abuse is addressed and reported. Culture is a way of life. Culture is a broad term that includes societal norms, laws, customs, habits, and religion found in a specific region or a specific location. Culture shapes our views, our beliefs. It shapes who we are as a person, our values, and the rights and wrongs that are drilled into us. When can we confront the wrongs of certain cultural practices such as child bride in the Muslim community, female genital mutilation, and puberty initiation ceremony for young girls also known as Depo, to mention a few. All of the aforementioned are harmful, blatant practices that are affecting our youth. Hence, directs us to the bigger problems of how sexual predators are scheming the system and preying on young children. Many cultural practices blind us from realizing predatory sexual behaviors and disempower us from speaking up, in essence, embracing the rape culture which allows for predators to escape the justice system and the victims are left to deal with their own trauma. The cycle continues on and on. It will take a comprehensive community-driven approach to prevent sexual violence against children and to intervene appropriately when it occurs. There is still more work to be done as this issue is pervasive and calls for effective programming and interventions across the country. To learn more about Souls of Hope and how you can contribute to our Healthy School Environment Project, visit https 
colon slash slash soulsofhope.org. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Deafening Whispers with Dr. O.P. Our next series will focus on domestic violence.